Hi, JB. Hi, Nidia. Uh, good afternoon. And as, as you know, and some might note, I, uh, I promote and advocate for the preservation and promotion of Harlingen's mid-century modern architecture. I have a website, RGVMod, where I talk about all our buildings. It is in this capacity that I recently learned, well, actually last year, I learned about flooding problems affecting some of these uh, homes and uh, very significantly, historically significant homes here in Harlingen. Right. And uh, 15 years ago, my husband and I built a home in Harlingen's uh, Wildwood subdivision. We currently reside here after living in South Parkwood Drive for some years. In 2008, we were in this house when Hurricane Dolly hit and flooded many parts of the city except this neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Our house did not flood and neither did any of the homes that were here then. That's, uh, this year during Hurricane Hana, it was a different story for water came into my studio and it did damage the floor. Um, it was during this time that I met you and that um, you're my neighbor and uh, I learned that many other houses uh, flooded in this Wildwood subdivision. And we also at the same time learned that the property behind us, you know, by the expressway has uh, just been sold and uh, we're worried if it's going to make the flooding even worse. And I know you had plenty to say about how this problem could be fixed. You have a lot of passion for this and you shared your ideas and the need to bring this up to our city leaders and reinvent, like you call it, reinvent Harlingen drainage. I couldn't think of anybody who would not be on board improving our drainage or preventing floods and uh, protecting homes and new ones, new investments, and of course, homes that are historic, like the mid-century modern that I mentioned before. Um, we all want to be happy where we live. Everybody wants to be happy. We want to be proud and we want to protect our investments. So um, I learned that you've encountered some resistance. So I wanted to ask you, JB, but before we, st uh, we mm -hmm. start, we begin, and I want to thank Steve Taylor and Mario for their interest and support on this. But for start, to start, is like, can you tell us about yourself and your professional background? Yes, Nidia, thank you uh, for having me here today. Um, first of all, I'm a licensed professional engineer, um, and civil engineering is my forte. Um, I am a small business owner of uh, Casa Engineering, along with my business partner, uh, David Day. Um, Casa Engineering is actually an acronym for Civil and Structural Associates. So we do de design for residential and commercial developments from the roads to utilities, and uh, as well as the planning uh, for these subdivisions, as well as the structures that lie on these uh, these plots of land. So that's a little bit about what, what Cal Engineering uh, is about. Thank you. Um, you once said, one of the things that struck me was that you said that the Valley could be or is becoming the next Houston. We all remember the images from Houston during Harvey, the hurricane. Um, it's scary. Can you please tell us what you mean by this and what sparked your involvement in this particular cause? I mean, you've been so involved, so passionate. Can, can you tell us uh, why? 
Yes, uh, the next Houston. Uh, well, we've all seen in the news the, the, that city of Houston is extremely prone to flooding. And mostly, this is mostly in part to the rapid growth that just happened over decades. Um, they call it urban sprawl. Uh, this rapid and uncontrolled growth is happening without proper drainage and flood control uh, requirements. This is exactly what is happening right now in the Rio Grande Valley. It's happening in Harlingen and it's happening in Cameron County. Um, it's been in the making for decades, just like Houston. And now with any new development that comes up, we see an immediate effect, a negative effect with every new development that pops up. So, so um, and basically that's what, what you're saying is like, we need, well, it makes sense. We need to stop building uh, without double checking the drainage um, ordinances or, you know, things. Yeah, well, right? I'll never say, see, as a civil engineer, I'll never say stop building. Yeah, of course I'm not. Sure I am pro-development, but let's build in a smart way that isn't going to flood our neighbors and, and isn't going to be detrimental to, uh, to our citizens. Exactly. And, um, and, and it just makes sense. Uh, sometimes maybe it's not as easy for city officials as we think it is. Maybe, um, I don't know, that because we know that the city of Harlingen has been updating the drainage ordinance as it pertains to subdivisions. Mm -hmm. uh, my husband and I were, were concerned uh, for our property because of the new development, like I mentioned before, behind us. Mm -hmm. um, you've offered, I know you've offered your professional guidance and organized citizens to support you on this effort. You've been in the news. Mm -hmm. um, can you tell us a little bit more that I, uh, more about this updated ordinance and why uh, citizens should pay attention or get involved? Right, and this is the time for citizens to, uh, to be involved. And per one of the uh, city commissioners, Oribe, he's been a, a commissioner for uh, a couple of terms now, and he said in all his time in office, he hasn't seen this much uh, input from citizens, this much concern from citizens. And he said there have been a lot of hot topics in the city of Harlingen, but this by far is the top. Um, so the city of Harlingen right now is currently, is where I currently reside, um, bottom line has one of the most inadequate drainage ordinances in the entire valley. Now, what officials will claim is that they are proposing to raise drainage standards from a five-year storm mitigation plan to a 25-year storm mitigation plan. The problem with that statement is that as a professional engineer, I've reviewed drainage plans for developments that have gone up in the past 10 years, and such as Venture X here on Dilworth and uh, Stewart Place next to the expressway, Venture X and Cheddar's and Texas Regional Bank. Those developments were already using the proposed requirements. So this is nothing new that they're proposing. Um, so in other words, is that are the houses you said that now flood in Wildwood is, do you think is because of that development, that particular development? It, it is a direct result. There? Yes, it is a direct result of, of it. And, and it's not just Wildwood that was affected. It was uh, people within a one, two, three mile radius uh, that, that it affects. It affects everybody upstream and downstream of the, of the main ditch, the main artery uh, that handles all of our drainage. So, so yeah, so this has been the norm. What they're proposing has been the norm but more importantly, it has proven to be detrimental to the surrounding homes and businesses. And um, 
Well, is there, um, um, I, I mean, you may, we're talking right now specifically about Harlingen, but mm -hmm. we've seen the, the videos of Westlaco a couple right. of years ago and the other cities. Um, mm -hmm. How are other cities in the valley? Is this, this is a problem for the entire yes. valley, especially? Oh, no, this is, this is definitely a regional problem uh, that needs regional solutions, but we have local leaders that need to coordinate and communicate and work together to, to solve that. And yes, there's, a, there, I call, I've always called this a multi-city, multi-county, multi-district, uh, and even international and state problem. And, uh, and there's all levels um, that, that, uh, that need to work together uh, to solve this. But for this basic, basic starting point, besides, besides maintenance, of all our drains and ditches. Besides that, that's just first and foremost, which isn't getting done. So let's, you know, that's a whole other issue. But um, when we have that base point of clean, pristine ditches and drains, it'll still prove to be inadequate. Um, that's going to take time to update that current, uh, the current system that we have, which is outdated. It's, it, it's, it's outdated. So. But right now, McAllen, Hidalgo County, and Westlaco have actually adopted in response to the 2018 Great June Flood, have actually updated their drainage ordinances. You know, their, their leaders listen to the citizens. They're already looking at increasing those ordinances. So at a bare minimum, the entire valley should be looking at adopting that gold standard that currently exists. But what I'm trying to push the city of Harlingen leaders is to, well, let's surpass that and let's lead the valley and, and teach the valley on here's how you write, create a drainage ordinance that, that would be good for everyone. Exactly. And coming from you, I mean, a citizen like me, I'm, I wouldn't have known what is causing the flooding in my house uh, this mm -hmm. year compared to 20, uh, 2008. Uh, but you do, you have that uh, education and that's why I decided to support you on, on the, where my husband and I and many other people, because you know what they're talking about. For, for some time I was a city employee and, um, and I know things are not as easy as some citizens might think, you know, things have to go through processes. Things uh, are not as easy as, as the regular folk know. There's uh, bureaucracy, there's red tape, there's, yeah. there's budgets. Right. there's limits there's um so my question is like if if they were to pursue this like you say to get a gold standard in uh, in the drainage ordinances and all that um and considering we're going through this situation right now with covid that is going to affect our budget our city's budget there are going to be stressed and there there mm -hmm. there are going to be you know stressed <laughs> you know right. so how can doing um these ordinances or updating them or modernizing them can help is there a way they can help um economically impact the city help with finances help you know help right. the city financially right yes um and just like in any crisis and any challenge in 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 history you look at the leadership and they turn in these challenges and these failures into positives and that's what we need to do right now. We have a flood crisis and we need to turn that into a positive. And in doing so, in updating drainage ordinances to stringent requirements, yes, some developers might not like it, but developers can also benefit from this. Job creation, bottom line. If we update drainage ordinances, 
we change our way of thinking, we utilize innovative ways to deal with the flood crisis, it'll undoubtedly create new jobs from engineering to planning to anything dealing related to infrastructure for roads, for new developments. Um, and more importantly, utilizing some of this, this innovative technology, such as they call it LID, low impact development, such as bioswells. Um, it, it helps slow the water down, cleans and filters the water before it goes out into the environment. So you're killing a lot of birds with one stone, uh, but, but the two of the most important birds we're killing here is you got extreme floods and we've got extreme droughts. If we can harness the water from these extreme rain events and utilize that, save it, use it for the drought season, then we can balance those two extremes out and we'll all be better off for it. Yeah, in, uh, sort of like a program for water management, right? right. Of, um... Yeah, and, I, and, and there are programs out there with uh, that, you know, with storm wa uh, water management through the colleges and through the cities, and they're part of the program. They got to meet uh, certain TCEQ standards and regulations, um, but in, those are minimums. You know, we need to do, and not everybody is, is is signed up for that. But first of all, everybody needs to get on board with the bare minimum, but then set set standards that you know why why do you just want to be the minimum? Let, yeah, let, no. I will find that. I mean, if we're going to go for it, we need to go for something to be proud right. of. Right. And uh, you have the capacity and I know you have the knowledge and you've offered your knowledge and um, many other citizens uh, in the Valley and in Harlingen probably mm -hmm. do too. How, uh, how can we get involved? I mean, I know you have an event coming up mm -hmm. in, on Saturday that you call the trail of floods. Yes. Mm -hmm. And, um, uh, I I, uh, I know you're distributing uh, signs, yard signs. Mm -hmm. What got you? What what gave you the idea and about doing this? And I know uh, just if you can briefly tell us what have you been doing prior to planning this uh, new event? Um, what other things have you been doing, and why are you doing that? And 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 tell us then after about this coming event on Saturday, which you named uh, the Trail of Floods. Okay, well, well, first of all, this is, again, the reason why I'm doing this is to bring awareness to flooding, because the worst thing that can happen, and it happens, it's a cycle, and we need to break this cycle. Every year, again, the extreme rain events and floods, and then a drought. So <clears> during <throat> the drought, people forget that there was ever floods. We forget, so people stop talking about it. So this is exactly why we're getting the signs out, getting the bumper stickers, having these events, so we can keep the conversation alive. Because the worst thing that can happen is if we stop talking about this. So we need to continue generating that 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 energy, keep generating that that conversation where it's going to um, encourage leaders to do something about our flood crisis. We need and to. We can call our leaders and and tell them we're concerned. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, and that's uh, the thing. So, so we want to get to the point where cities and counties and the leaders in those cities and counties prioritize drainage. It's not a priority right now. In 2018, li literally, the city of Harlingen had a list of priorities. Drainage was number seven. And then the following um, year, and then the following year, they budgeted less for drainage in 2019. So I don't know what the priority was then. They, you know, so so anyway, until we prioritize it, we'll never get to the to solving the problem. But once we do prioritize it, 
then it'll be a priority in our budgets. Then we'll find the money. Then we'll get our grant writers to go out for the hundreds of millions of dollars that are available. As a private citizen, I called state agencies to ask about this funding, these funding mechanisms, and they're available through the Texas Water Development Board, flood infrastructure funding, through the Army Corps of Engineers. And you're talking about from doing studies, which we have many studies. Right now, we do not need a study. We have 20 studies across the valley that have already identified the problem and how to solve that problem. They're out there, they're online. Um, so now we need to start implementing, getting funds to start doing some of these regional projects, and updating the, our ordinances, et cetera. Exactly, do you work with any or talk to other leaders in other cities in the Valley? Yes, so, so I've, I've definitely called and I've researched and uh, uh, talked with other engineers from the counties, from the, the cities, and uh, you know, they're, doing, they're doing this type of low impact development you know, and they're trying to make that the norm. It's done in the rest of Texas, you know. Why, what, what upsets me, and the reason why, you know, you asked me, how did you get involved and why are you so passionate about this? And the, and the reason is, bottom line, I've been a flood victim all my life. Getting rescued as a kid, you know, in first grade when I was, you know, that's, that, that traumatizes you. And then just flood after flood, getting buckets of water out of your parents' house, you know, my older brother going and helping my grandmother coming out of a, the 91 flood in San Benito. Mm -hmm. And then, and then all the floods afterwards. I mean, you just go on and on and on. This is a decades old problem. And for a long time, I really couldn't say anything, but now with my profession, I, I feel, you know, I have this talent. I have this knowledge I need to share. It would be reckless of me not to speak out as an expert in the field and explain to the citizens what is going on here. And, and to encourage uh, our leaders to, to do something about it. Enough's enough. So, so basically, I'm tired of it. I know it's wrong. We know how to fix it. Why aren't we? So that's where that, citizens get involved and need to, need to speak up. Exactly. And, and, um, and I appreciate you because I wouldn't have learned about all these issues in my neighborhood, in, my, in this neighborhood, or in, in my friend's neighborhood, the people that open their doors so we can do tours Last year in October, we had a very successful tour of mid-century modern homes, and that's the first time I learned one of the Taniguchi homes uh, on Lake Drive, I believe. One of the Taniguchi homes, uh, the owner told us, uh, all the participants of the tour, how he had to open the garage uh, door so the water could just go through. And that's when I first started hearing about this. And, you know, they're already spending money on preserving these historically significant homes. And now they're faced with this situation. I don't believe there is anybody out there anywhere that owns a house and, and is happy that it floods. I mean, nobody. Uh, right. as, as homeowners, we can only do so much. We make sure the house is maintained and everything and um, that it's safe, that it has everything. But we cannot do anything about the flooding. That, that, comes, uh, that responsibility falls on, on, on the city. Right. And where you live and and we want to be I want to be proud of where I live and I'm proud of where I'm living I've always been proud of where I'm living in and Harlingen since I moved here and right. um, I appreciate what you do and um, Saturday please tell us uh, uh, more about what this trail of floods is about what is the plan oh so the plan is we're going to be meeting at Victor Park parking lot behind the tennis courts and uh, the baseball field and um, meet there at 9 a.m. this Saturday October 3rd uh, we're going to be taking off around 10 a.m. All the elected officials will be getting an invite to come in and uh, speak to, to their constituents, 
for you know just a few minutes before we leave. But this event is again to bring awareness to the flooding crisis, to let all those neighborhoods know, even if we don't drive to your neighborhood because there's just so many, there's no way we could drive to every single neighborhood. But every mile that we that we do drive has flooded in some capacity. So mm -hmm. I want all those those neighborhoods that are not part of this route, or if we don't pass by, you are in our hearts. Um, even people outside of, of Harlingen and the Cameron County area, the Theocano Lake area, especially who gets flooded year after year. Some of those people, you know, three years in a row have replaced their sheetrock and flooring. You know, we can live like that and we need to do something about it. So, so it's, it's, uh, it's an event to bring awareness to the flood crisis and to hopefully spark something into our, um, to our elected officials to, uh, to listen and to help solve this problem. Yeah, I know they're going through a lot right now, but uh, maybe seeing the, the citizens uh, care, it, it will help them too. feel that, you know, what they do is important and what they're doing is important is not taken for granted and, and is not uh, uh, meant for anything other than support them and encourage them to, you know, to help us. Uh, you know, not have floods uh, floods in our That's home. exactly right. Nidia, that's exactly right. And, and you know, I know sometimes I come off a little standoffish, <laughs> but I, I'm trying to help and, and, and I'm on the sides of the politicians because I want them to, to succeed. If I, our I, politicians I, succeed in solving this flood crisis, good. <laughs> then, then, we, then we've all succeeded and we're all going to be happy. So I want them to succeed at this. Um, exactly. At the same time, at the same time, for those politicians who are, are, are not succeeding or refuse to or just unable or unwilling, there are elections and <laughs> elections have consequences. So we will make sure to get the right people in there when the time comes. Yeah, well, then and that's another responsibility of citizens of a county, of a city or a country to pay attention when elections come and then just make sure mm -hmm that you elect the people that you think will do a better job. And, and you know, and that's a good point because I know there's, you know, our country right now is divided with uh, if you're Republican or if you're Democrat or, you know, Muslim or Christian or whatever, the deal with flooding is this is a hundred percent issue. It doesn't matter if you are for Trump or if you're for Biden or if you are black or if you're white or if you're, you know, it doesn't matter. This is a human race issue. And we all care about solving our drainage crisis. So, so that is this is a very very powerful powerful uh, issue. We are going to be phrasing the next elections locally. So that's what I'm. That's my point is, nobody in national politics is going to solve our drainage problem here in Harlingen or in Cameron County. Only our local uh, politicians can do that. So exactly. we will be phrasing the next elections as the drainage elections until. <laughs> until the, the problem is solved well, and that's one of my goals um, that's one of our team's goals um, and that's what I want all the the citizens to know is that you do have a voice and uh, your voice is very powerful exactly and I thank you so much JB and uh, your Facebook people can find you find you on Facebook on reinvent Harlingen drainage I believe yes ma'am at reinvent Harlingen drainage yes and also, I mean, to me, uh, I don't know what others might think, um, uh, to me, the more news we hear about uh, hurricanes being bigger, how many did we have today? We even started the Greek uh, uh, name list. Oh, I mean, there's there, some it's not something that is going away. And every there's time- some developments, by the way, there's some developments right now in the Gulf. Exactly. And, and every time we see that now, 
because of what happened last time. Now I'm like, oh my God, you know, I, I like, I'm, 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 is my house going to get flooded again? And, and if there's something anybody can do or all of us together or anybody, we need to, we need yeah. to go for it. And my, my it you know, that, that's the thing is, you know, there, there's so many people, they say, you know, when it rains, just when I hear, when I see a, a, a rain cloud, I panic, I get anxiety, you know, and this is, this is people across across the board i mean whether again and my grandmother i remember my grandmother always saying that we call her mammal and she's 97 years old and i remember her always saying i love the smell of rain <laughs> i want people i want people in the valley to love the smell of rain again and enjoy it <laughs> yes. yes enjoy watching the rain well thank you thank okay. you baby. And I'm really, really thankful for Steve Taylor, my friend, and Mario for their interest and their support on helping us spread the word here. Thank you okay. so much. Thank you, Nidia. You're Bye. welcome. Bye-bye.